Search no more, my friends. You have found the Sunday Stroll edition of the Turn Fantasy Golf Podcast. My name is Andrew Putters, and along with my friend Joe Nicey, we're going to break down the NFL every week just for a few minutes, talk about who we like, who we dislike. If you're listening to us for the first time, wherever it is you listen to us, hit the subscribe button, hit the like, share with your buddies. If you don't like what you're hearing, just forget about what you heard. Try us again next week. We'll try to do a better job. Once again, this is the Turn Fantasy Golf Podcast. Sunday Stroll Edition. This is the Turn Fantasy Golf Podcast. My name is Andrew Putters. I'm here with my buddy Joe. And this is the Sunday Stroll Edition. Now, what is a Sunday Stroll? It's where we come on every week and we talk about football. We give golf a little bit of a break and talk about the NFL, which has been unreasonably cruel to Joe and I. Um, You have no idea, folks. Uh, We'll jump right into the injury report. Joe, hit us up with your your guy, Al. We we both got here with the injury bug. Possibly – Go ahead with yours first. Yeah, man, it's uh, George Kittle this week for me. Um, it's a, it's already it's already been uh, already been Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler and uh, Deontay Johnson for multiple weeks, and now we got George Kittle uh, probably out for at least eight weeks, probably the rest of the year, reasonably. So yeah, that that was my my injury of the week. Yeah, so uh, for me, Kenny Galladay goes back down. So, uh, we have – I'm rubbing my head because this is so sad here. I lose this week by half a point. We play in a non-GPP league. Uh, Non-PPR. Not, say non-PPR. We, I've got all kinds of yeah, – non-PPR league. Kenny Galladay goes out in midway through the second quarter. Uh, so, he has zero points. Zero I have the best kicker in the league this year, the rookie out of Georgia playing the Indianapolis Colts, who they kicked tons of field goals because for some reason Phillip Rivers likes to throw it in the red zone. That's why I picked him up. And so he's like scored more points than anybody in the league this year. Misses two field goals or two, excuse me, misses one extra, two extra points in the first half. So then they have to go for two another time and I lose by half a point. To a guy that had like 50, I mean, we know Dalvin Cook went freaking off on it, and that's who he had for me. And so, in, in retrospect, I also have Jefferson, who didn't catch a ball in the red zone. It was just a terrible weekend for fantasy. And um, we're, we're struggling this year, buddy. We're struggling. We're on the short end. Uh, we are struggling. Uh, several other injuries. Now, when back on the Galladay thing, it looks like the, I saw today where they put it out there that they are, uh, that the, um, the Detroit is shopping for wide receiver. They're willing to give up, which I don't know why at three and four, why, or is it four, four and four or three and four, whatever they are. Why are we thinking about giving up? We're thinking about giving up a draft pick for a, for a wide receiver. We ain't going to the playoffs folks. It ain't happening, Patricia. Hey, you guys get, yeah. GM's got to be out. When, when we firing them? GM and coach, man, they both yeah, they both they gotta go. go. Yeah, they gotta go. So, uh, uh, you know, no really big names other than uh, the quarterback up in San Fran. He's still he's gonna be out. Uh, no other big names that I saw hitting the deck that 
this weekend um, for any surmountable time. Um, I mean, we know Thursday night, uh, guy for Atlanta, wide receiver for Atlanta, that played at Alabama. Ridley, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, he's gonna be, he went out and, uh, mid, after he had like 42 yards receiving, he went out. So, uh, still with the Carolina Panthers, who knows? Uh, and I don't know if it's maybe been scheme or what, but it seems like they've been going – Mike Davis hasn't been able to get the ball rolling from the run standpoint, and they've been letting Teddy Bridgewater throw it across the middle more and less, a little bit less of these little screen passes that we've always seen historically from Carolina. I don't know if it's scheme or because of who they played maybe, uh, and they could, haven't been able to get the run game going. But uh, they've looked a lot worse since they haven't been able to get the run game going. Uh, lost, I think they've lost two straight now. So, Yeah, man, uh, NFL defense coordinators are really smart, and they adapt really quickly. And what we see often is that they will work the hardest on taking away what teams like to do or what they do best. Um and for Carolina, that's kind of that short little dump off game that that's worked so well for Christian McCaffrey and and Mike Davis uh, since he's been filling in. So I think you're just seeing coordinators scheme to take that away from him. And, and he's had a couple of couple of tough matchups. Um, certainly expected a little bit more from Atlanta last Thursday, but yeah, man, I th- I think guys are just uh, scheming to take that away from him. Absolutely. Uh, right, let's run down the scores from last week. Uh, Falcons uh, get one more step further away from the Trevor Lawrence uh, lottery, beating the Carolina Panthers 25-17. New England Patriots uh, lose the Buffalo Bills in a very good game, actually. Uh, fun to watch. Upset alert. Cincinnati Bengals uh, dominate the Tennessee Titans 31-20. Never a game. Yeah, never a game. Vegas Raiders beat the Cleveland Browns 16-6. Very, very boring game, defensive game. Um Colts uh, destroyed my lines 41-21 with three extra points missed. Two extra points missed in that game. Uh, Minnesota Vikings uh, really opened up the sore to the weakness of the Green Bay Packers defense. Just like we saw in the playoffs last year, they just basically gave the ball to Dalvin Cook and he did his thing. Uh, They're a a different team when Dalvin Cook is healthy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, and, and like I said, it's just uh, opened the lens of the weakness of the Green Bay Packers as well. Um, they took the lead 7 to nothing, and, and after that, we're never in the game. Kansas City Chiefs beat a uh, very boring game, the New York Jets 35-9. to Miami Dolphins uh, win against the Los Angeles Rams. Tua gets his first win as a starter. Uh, really was not a factor. The defense played awesome for – created turnovers, scored a lot of points for the Dolphins. Uh, really good game, though. This is probably the best game. So, well, a couple of good games here coming in. Uh, Baltimore loses to Pittsburgh 28-24. That was a back-and-forth game. I mean, that, that's a game we like to watch on Sunday afternoon. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. we can't watch it in Knoxville, Tennessee, <laughs> unless you got the, the NFL ticket. So, uh, another good game in the late. Uh, Denver Broncos roar back for the Los Angeles Chargers 31-30. Drew Locke on the way out. Yep. Hit up some fans. Said, "Hey, don't y'all boo too early now." Uh, score Falcons, with, Falcons West, baby. Yeah. The Chargers are Falcons. The Falcons West. Yep. Scored with uh, scored with uh, literally zero time left to win that game. Uh, New Orleans Saints uh, beat off the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears are the one of the worst teams in the NFL, uh, and somehow are still tied for first in their league. 
I don't understand it. One of the worst uh, teams with one of the best defenses, but they're also one of the worst teams <laughs> somehow. It's I don't know how that works out, but that's what's going on in Chicago. They're one, it's amazing. Seattle Seahawks, golly, Russell Wilson. Uh, it's going to be hard for him not to win the MVP. They win 37-27 over the San Francisco 49ers, and the Philadelphia Eagles embarrass the Dallas Cowboys. Heads are going to roll in Dallas. As of right now, two minutes to go in the second quarter. New York Giants have the ball on their own 35-yard line, up 14-3 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Looking for an upset there. Double-digit underdog. <clears throat> Side injuries, Joe, uh, is there anything that stands out to you that, I mean, I feel like on the rundown we kind of hit on the on the main points. Uh, New England is lost. Uh, up there right now, and I don't know if it's a Belichick thing. I think it's – I think like we've said the last couple of weeks, uh, it's not a Cam Newton thing. It, I think it, if if Belichick's going to put on the hat as I'm the captain of this ship, it all falls on him. He has refused to build that team from the bottom up over time, and it's really showing the, the sores of that now. Yeah, I mean, I think we're seeing a lot of – I mean, when you go deep in the playoffs and win Super Bowls every year, um, you're never getting a high first-round draft pick. And um, they've drafted beautifully over the years. Um, undoubtedly found a lot of late-round gems and and developed a lot of guys over there that are probably just borderline NFL players that they've turned into sort of very solid NFL players. Um, but eventually that that takes a toll, man. I think um, the, the lack of high draft picks, um, you know, being forced to try to make something out of nothing, and, and it's caught up to them a little bit. Um, there, there's just no offensive weapons on that football team right now to speak of. And and uh, while Belichick can scheme well defensively, they played this game without Stephon Gilmore. Some people are saying maybe he's going to be traded. Um, so who knows? Certainly the best player on their defense. Um, but I, I think we'll see a lot of these games down the stretch from New England where it's just uh, they play they play these teams tough, grounded out. Um, it comes down the end and they'll either – either lose by a little or win by a little. Um, I think that's all Belichick can really do at this point with, with the talent that he has or the lack of talent that he has. Um, so I, I think we'll see a lot of, you know, 21-17, uh, 24-20 games for New England, uh, whether they win or lose. But, yeah, man, they're, they're heading in the wrong direction right now for sure. Yeah, and and I and and you saying that, you know, makes me think, well, first part of what you said about the draft picks, uh, one thing also in there that w that we're leaving out is that they've had some draft, some first round draft picks taken away for illegally doing stuff <laughs> in the NFL. Now, so besides that, let's get past that. Um, the second thing you said was very intriguing. So uh, this is what I can kind of see from Belichick doing uh, with the Gilmore. Gilmore, maybe we we know he's uh, like you said, the be by far the probably the best player on the team, much less the best player on the defense. Um, but he's probably already hit his peak in his career, right? Can we say that? So um, he's very good at finding people that have hit peaks in their career, maybe on the way down. And Belichick could possibly get a second rounder for him or better uh, using his magic. You know, if you've got a team that's looking for a late playoff push, I mean, uh, let's, let's think. Uh, obviously, Green Bay would be a perfect fit for him. Or uh, – Titans. Yeah, absolutely. Desperately, desperately needed DB, which I think they actually traded for a uh, traded for a DB from the Chargers. Um, I, I'm sorry, I can't think of the player's name, but I think they actually made a a trade for a for a fairly good DB today. Right. 
Yeah, so uh, that's good. Yeah, Titans can definitely use the DB. And let, let's just let's just be honest, man. Is is anybody gonna be able to beat Kansas City? I, I just I don't I, I know we're only at week eight, but um, I watched the Ravens and the Steelers, and if Baltimore gets down in a game, Lamar Jackson just cannot sit in the pocket and throw the ball when when teams know that he's forced to throw. Um, it feels like he's regressed this year. I, I don't know if it's because of the lack of training camp. Um, I don't know if opposing defensive coordinators have kind of caught up. He's obviously still a very skilled, explosive player that can that can make unbelievable plays. And, I mean, I think this team's going to win a lot of football games. But I just don't know about them uh, beating, the, beating the Pittsburgh or Kansas City in the playoffs. Well, um, did you get a chance to watch any of that? Are you got any thoughts on on the Ravens? Well, so back to your question, can anybody beat them? So I personally think that – let me go back to uh, the scores for this week. I personally think that there's only like maybe four teams that can actually physically beat them, maybe five, that can actually – has a chance, Joe, to beat them, okay? Yeah, I'm not saying that will. And obviously, I mean, when I say that, I mean, we know in the NFL any, anything can happen. Yeah. But, um, man, they're just – they've got so many weapons. Um, their defense – their defense is really, really good this year. Um, and, and I just don't – I don't see anybody right now that's in the same league as them. There, there's nobody in the same league as them in the league by far. However, there are certain assets to teams that where they can, in my opinion – and it's going to be in the playoffs. I mean, if you play them the regular season, just don't even show your game to them. Just go ahead and just chalk it up and say, hey, we're going to lose this game. That's what I would do as a coach, uh, the Belichick way. Don't show them nothing. Um, and uh, here, here's who I'm saying. Here's, the, here's my teams I think has a chance. I think <clears throat> Buffalo Bills have a good enough defense to hang with Kansas City, slow them down enough where possibly – there could be some heroics from Josh Allen in the fourth corner to win. That's probably my least likely team to beat him. Uh, and I'm going to start with AFC. Then I'm also going to put like last year's Tennessee Titans, their game plan seemed to work in the first half. Uh, they have to shore things up on the defense, but the way to beat them obviously would be pound the rock, keep the ball away from Kansas City, give the rock to your man 40 times a game, just like we talked about uh, for the playoffs last year. Give feed the king forty times a game in the playoffs. That's yeah. what the Tennessee Titans have to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're. I don't think you're going to beat them in a shootout. So right. I, I think you're definitely going down the right track there. Last team in the in, in the AFC, I think has a chance would be the Pittsburgh Steelers from the standpoint of we can never count out Ben Roethlisberger from this from hit. Not saying you're going to pound the rock with him, but he can dink and dunk. He can extend the play. He can make your defense look stupid very easily. And, and it's not really from a talent standpoint from just – he's just a grinder, man. Uh, he just – he's just – I mean, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, no questions asked. Uh, and he yeah. looks like taking that year off last year that he's got a new young youth uh, way of playing about him. It's pretty fun to watch. And they have a great defensive line too. So – uh, you've got to get just like any quarterback. You're gonna to have to get up in uh, Mahomes' face if you want to if you want to beat him. Now that's an AFC. Now I'm not saying either one of those teams can are gonna beat him. I'm saying the other ones have a chance. Right. A, NFC wise, where Arizona's kind of on a downward skid, you know, uh, 
talent-wise, they have a chance to beat anybody any given Sunday. Kyler Murray's, in my opinion, unbelievable talent, probably the most talented player in the NFL. Uh, I mean, if the guy was taller than five foot nine, people that say he's five eleven, ain't buying it. Ain't buying it, folks. Yeah. Ain't buying it. He's probably five nine at at the tallest, and golly, he makes people. He make him run that fast and have a good that good of an arm is just it should be illegal. Uh, and of course, the man Russell Wilson is in Seattle. Who knows? They can be anybody any week. I mean, I feel like we're going to see a Seattle, Kansas City Super Bowl. Yeah, be- it's it's very possible, man. If if Seattle's defense can come around any at all, um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like Wilson's playing at MVP level. Plus, yeah, plus uh, he's got some weapons to help him too. Yeah, uh, Lockett and Metcalf, man, you just pick your poison with those dudes, and right. they're just they're just taking turns, uh, lighting people up. Uh, Lockett lit Arizona up huge, two hundred yards, uh, multiple touchdowns, and. So they're like, okay, same friend this week says we'll, we'll key on lock it. Well, Metcalf lights them up, yeah. um, and Russell Wilson's good enough to recognize what the defenses are doing um, to to get it to the open man, and and he's he's playing as well as any quarterback in the NFL right now. Right, and if you remember last year, I mean, they had to bring two guys out of uh, off the couch to play run, running back in the playoffs. Uh, if that hadn't happened, you know, they might have made it to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, so. they they're struggling to keep running backs healthy. They might, they might have to do that again this year. They might have to get beast mode on the phone. <laughs> yeah, beast mode. All right, so um, you got anything about what I, mean, what I just said about the I – mean, that's the only teams I even see have a chance to even beat them, much less yeah. can beat them, you know. Uh, of course, we're going we're gonna to favor our Tennessee Titans just because we, we – uh, you know, this is our, our home state. And, and, I mean, Derrick Henry is so fun to watch whenever they feed him 40 times a game. Yeah, well, I mean, I – of course we of course we're biased to the to the Titans, but I I, I do think you're right. I, I think it's gonna be have to be a contrast in styles, um, a really physical team to beat them. I, I don't think anybody's gonna beat them in a shootout. Um, which is probably what you're looking at, you know, with, with an Arizona or with a Seattle. Um good call. So I mean it, it kinda you kinda naturally trend towards those AFC teams, like you mentioned, the Titans, the Steelers, maybe the Ravens. Um, but it's going to be somebody that plays really physical football that can get to Mahomes, um, you know, beat them up a little bit, play a grinded out style of game, keep the ball away from Mahomes. And, and I, at this point, I, I just don't see that happening. But anything can happen in the NFL. Um, just wanted to toss that out there, man. They they continue to just be unbelievably impressive. So many weapons on offense and and uh, so well coached. Um they're far and away at the halfway point, the uh, best team in the league to me. Absolutely. And, of course, we don't know where the injury – if the injury bug will bite them. Got, you know, right. a bit uh, a hit Tyreek Hill or, or maybe even Kelsey goes down or, or, you know, even Mahomes, you know, took the injury last year. But, uh, yeah, we don't know about that. One of those three players you had heard, it changes that offense drastically. We don't know about the injury bug. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. It's probably – it's pretty much Kansas City and everybody else, which is unfortunate because – Call it, uh, football's better when there's more teams in the hunt. So, and, you know, we've been dealing with this with uh, college football as well, you know, Clemson and Alabama and everybody else for a while. So, uh, we need to get a better product. Come on, coaches, step up your game. <laughs> uh, you got anything else to add, Joe, this week? Not much, man. Um, this man, this man, uh, Joe Nicely, is just so defeated on the NFL front, folks. <laughs> just so defeated. I've, I've mentally checked out on our – <laughs> on our fantasy, our season-long league. It's DraftKings or bust for me now, I'm telling you. Um, 
Yeah, man, not much to take away. Um, there were a couple of, for the first week, we saw weather be a factor um, in uh, Green Bay, in uh, Cleveland, Chicago. Um, I think it's the first week that, that weather was was really a factor, something we had to kind of take into account and plan around, especially DFS-wise. Um, we saw Dalvin Cook go nuts. Devontae Adams continue to be a beast. Um, so, I mean, I think those are guys we can definitely target uh, going forward. Like you mentioned, Russell Wilson and his receivers, uh, pick one or the other, just continue to, to put up crazy amounts of points. Um, I was kind of looking ahead of anything that stuck out uh, in the upcoming week. The Chiefs play the Panthers. Um, that should be kind of an interesting fantasy matchup. Um, and Justin Herbert, man, we were talking about him before he came on, but um, – that, that kid's unbelievably impressive. Um, the Chargers are, are the Falcons West and find ways to lose, but um, Herbert's really, really good. Um, so he's a guy that you can continue to target, uh, maybe pair with Keenan Allen, who's just a volume monster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you can continue to look at that combination. And Joe Burrow, um, his price continues to go up on DraftKings, but he's a, he's a quarterback all of a sudden that we can rely on that, that's throwing the ball, you know, uh, a huge amount of time every week, it seems like. I think he's on on pace to break the uh, rookie quarterback pass attempt record that Andrew Luck has. So, I mean, uh, a couple of really exciting rookie quarterbacks, man. Absolutely, yes. Uh, a couple more. Another fantasy game you probably want to look at. Uh, Pittsburgh has the Dallas. You got anybody on your team? Play <laughs> Pittsburgh wide receivers. That's going to be be bad down there. Oh, man. But, uh, and, uh, Another sicko. I've got. I even. I even have guys that become terrible by by just injuries on their team. Like I got CD Lamb on my team, yeah. <laughs> and he's one of my guys that didn't hurt, but <laughs> he's not putting any numbers up now. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable the ripple effect and and it, the waves seem to have all crashed down on Team J Nice this year. Yeah, absolutely. Another game to look at: uh, Chicago at Tennessee. Uh, over and under there's 46 and a half. I don't know how any of the teams going to get to that. I see like a 20 to three game or a 24 to 10 game there one way or the other. Um, so anyway, that's all we got. Uh, we have just, we're on the, we're on the cusp of finishing up week eight uh, with the New York Giants, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We head on to week nine coming up. We got Thursday night football, Green Bay at San Fran, which we would normally say would be a good game, but who knows with the injuries. So, my name's Andrew Putters. That's Joe Nisa. You've listened to the Turn Fantasy Golf Podcast Sunday. Oh,